0: what's up guys you're tuned in to the scoreboard with your host michael hill and ryan k check them out every tuesday night right here on podomatic radio the best part of your day via podcast
1: What's up, everybody? It is April 12th, 2021. You're listening to The Scoreboard, brought to you by Anchor. This is a place where two bros talk about sports, pop culture, and everything else in between. You guys could have been anywhere else in the world today, but you're here with us. And for that, we appreciate you. We're your host of Heartbreak Kid, Michael Hill, and the Arcade, Ryan K. How you doing, my man?
2: Doing all right, man. Uh, Just got back from um, uh, visiting my sister this past weekend. Uh, with my boy Cody Can, shout out Cody Can, uh, sweet dude. Uh, he
1: actually listens to the show sometimes. Uh,
2: he, dude, this is actually his second or third most listened to podcast on Spotify. Really? Yeah, he showed that to me. Um, wow! Like this weekend, he's like, yeah, d- yeah, he. So he listens to us a lot when he's at the gym and stuff. Wow! I Like well, so that uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So like, yeah,
1: I don't know what to say to that.
2: Yeah, Cody. Uh, Cody. Cody's a good dude, man. Oh, he's man. just he's a great guy. Good. just just fucking one of the best people a lot I of the sexist ball white man i've ever met uh i cannot say that because i know i know like three of them but he's up there he's up there so, yeah so uh shout shout out my boy jimmy ryan shout my boy zach but uh so yeah i like i know jimmy ryan and he ain't got shit on cody camp i've actually met They're, jimmy do, ryan dude what's really funny is they joke a lot with each other because they kind of look alike they joke a lot about that <laughs> like they'll be sitting there and uh they they make mad jokes about that, like when they hang out together. <laughs> so, uh.
1: oh my God! I like, we got a great show for you guys, man. We had to take a break after the um after the MLB preseason preview, which baseball is in full swing now. we just got finished watching a Brave game, but like us to the arcade's dismay, you know, yep. because he is very upset. I like and it was crazy. I think I have bad luck because whenever whenever I came to the crib, I like they're up. Yep, like you know, a couple hours later, they lose. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the dude. That bullpen just wasn't hitting tonight,
2: and boy, that oh, that was ungood. Shit. That shit was ungood as hell. Watching our bullpen just be trash, <laughs> not my favorite. So, just straight up hiney ass. So, uh, so
1: we have an awesome show for you guys today, man. Like we're gonna be answering your questions. It's uh, like we're gonna delve into uh, NFL free agency. That's a lot to delve into, but we're gonna do what we can. You know, we're gonna talk about uh, Tatis's like you know major deal. But first. All right. First and foremost, because you know, with us being Laker fans, and like you know, you know, people always jabbing at us, it was like a big deal. Still, kind of is a huge deal, you know. Blake Griffin and Lamarcus Aldridge join the Brooklyn Nets. I like, and at this point, it's just one of those type of things of who who don't these motherfuckers have. Who don't who don't these motherfuckers have? So yeah,
2: they, they over here trying to listen, man. I mean, they already. I, I was
1: about to ask you like, do you like both of these
2: signings? I mean, they are right. I mean, like I like the LaMarcus Aldridge deal a lot more, and I like the fucking Blake Griffin deal for them. I'll say that because Blake Griffin's butt, um, that dude is straight mid, um, Lamarcus, like like like, like mid tier player. Like yeah, he's he's not like. He's not good, which uh, is
1: crazy because like people are coming to me like, "Oh man,
2: they got Blake." I like I ain't bro, worried
1: about that. I was like, if it was Blake from like eight years ago, maybe we could
2: talk. Lamarcus Aldridge was a good pickup for them though. Like, yeah, a L. A.
1: was a good pickup, but I like you know not as good as Andre Drummond. I like I feel like the Lakers getting Andre Drummond neutralized those two deals just yeah no it absolutely
2: ne- it neutralize that oh absolutely um so uh, yeah, I, that, like, that it, was the one thing that the Lakers were like. The Lakers defense on the interior was has been bad all year. Yeah. And uh they don't really have anybody down there playing bully ball at that p- position. Drummond did that for them. Like so it was a great move by the Lakers, but... yeah, So it's a
1: great move the like, Lakers it's a great move by the Lakers and like as far as it's like I like I was telling like you was like you were saying I agree with you with Aldridge being a good pickup. I don't necessarily like the Blake Griffin. I don't, I don't like the Blake Griffin pickup, just for the mere fact, I like, who do they have playing power for? And I like, it feels a position, but it's just like one of those type of things, like, you know, I, it's one, how can I explain this? I, I, I cannot explain this, cause like, you know. Because L. A. Lamarcus Aldridge, for people that don't know, and Blake Griffin, i like, you know, they're really good players, all-star caliber players, but just like and everything or else, they used to be. Yeah, they're not what they used to be, but also because people are wondering why would they want to go there. It's also levels of this, you know, what I'm saying, like, you know, Blake Griffin and Lamarcus Aldridge know that they can't be the best player on a championship caliber squad, but they could probably be the third or fourth, maybe fifth best player on a championship squad.
2: Yeah. I like, you know, and, and that's where they're at.
1: And first. like and that's just where that's just where they're at right now. There there's levels like, you know what I'm saying, to this, like, you know what I'm saying. And like and my thing is the hardest the person who has the hardest job in the world is Steve fucking Nash cuz how the hell it's like they're going all in and I'm like how is he supposed to manage all this like, you know, KD's
2: in and out the lineup or like, you know, Kyrie's in and be, out the lineup because be, Because he he does a lot of things where, you know, he's Kyrie Irving, and he'll go over here, and he'll do his thing, and then he'll take a day for personal reasons, and then just kind of just not really be, you know, like, whatever. You know, like, he's he's very mercurial, and then, you know, James Harden is James Harden.
1: Actually, like, James Harden, like, outside of injury, was the only one.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, you know, he's been there a fair amount, but... You know, whatever. Like, again, it just... That lineup is so mercurial and weird. And it's in flux.
1: And, like, just the personalities. Like, you don't know, like, you know what I'm saying? Who's the head man in charge? Who's running this shit? Who's getting everybody in line when shit's fucking
2: up? There's no hierarchy there. I I can't tell you. Yeah, I mean, because the thing is, like, you know... DeAndre Jordan ain't talking to nobody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nobody he, 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 on this team. He, he,
1: he, he, he ain't got enough clout.
2: That's what I'm saying. There's nobody on this team that can. Yo, and James Harden's trying to change the narrative about, like, oh, I'm not selfish. I'm not a selfish teammate. Because he couldn't make shit work with Chris Paul and he couldn't make shit work with Russell Westbrook. So there's. There's a bad narrative on that. Yeah, right? Yes, a bad
1: narrative on that. So on he's
2: him. he's been trying to be really efficient and like pass the ball and like be like, yeah, I'm not selfish at all. I like,
1: it. I like I like the um yeah. What you got? Like you know, speaking of Chris Paul, there was like this staggering stat about him. Like you know, every team he goes to, like they just get better. Yeah. So like for people that try to tell me that Chris Paul wasn't a huge deal for James Harden and he fucked that up, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's facts. Because well, before Chris Paul got there, the Rockets were winning sixty-five percent of their games. When he got there, they were winning like seventy-five to seventy-seven. That Crit- that, that that that's a big that's a big that's a big percentage. Yeah, man. Uh, that's, that's a that's a big fucking percentage. So whenever I look at this team, you know, what I'm saying because Steve Nash is just like you know just trying to manage all these egos, and that's fine because people try to uh try to bring up the Bulls and all that stuff with Phil Jackson. Yeah, but you knew who the top guy was. Y'all like it was MJ. Like, and Phil had to manage all that. Like, Mim J was the one that reigned everybody in. I don't see that. It was Like, you know, every team has, like, that person. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's uh, a, there's an
2: alpha dog on every team. And granted, listen, Kevin Durant is the best player on this team. Yeah. But doesn't mean he has but, a mentality of an alpha but, dog. But that's the thing. Like, Kevin is Kevin Durant a leader of men? Is Kevin Durant – like, okay, in OKC – Russell Westbrook was the leader. Russell Westbrook was the leader, like in the post KD years, and hell, I would even argue. Some people say
1: it was during KD. Yeah,
2: I would say some people argue that he he was the the lifeblood of that team, even when Durant was the guy. Yeah. So, So who knows, man? So Kevin Durant isn't really like. Kevin Durant's more concerned with getting into fucking Twitter arguments with people and posting on his burner account, making weird passive-aggressive comments to the media, being so unfathomably sensitive and angry, big rabbit ears that he can't that he can't even function sometimes. Yeah. And that's why him and Ky- I think that's why him and Kyrie get along so goddamn well because they're the same dude. You know what I mean? Like Kyrie's over here. He hates the media. He won't talk to them. He gets really aggravated. I mean,
1: but at the same time, like Stephen A. Smith said, like, you know, like, that's part of your job.
2: It is. It is. So, you have Kyrie, and like, like And, and,
1: and, and you, like, you know, you got that big payday, like Stephen A. Smith said. You never say anything about, hey, I'm not going to play, but here's your money back.
2: Right. So, like I said, you have Kyrie, who's like that, and then you have Kevin Durant, who is this guy that just is really only good at one thing and it's being a basketball player. Yeah. As a person, he is a jackass, like quite <laughs> frankly. Like he like he does a lot of, he does a lot of good charity work and stuff, like I give him a ton of credit for that, but like he just he's just kind of a jackass. Yeah. And Kyrie's the same way too, man. Like Kyrie's kind of a jackass. Like mm-hmm. he does a lot of charity work, but he's kind of a jackass. Yeah. And then you have James Harden who's trying to be the, the, like, I'm a good teammate guy, even though I'm kind of not really. And, like, uh, it's just like, like,
1: it's just a lot of shit that's in flux. Cause, yeah. like, cause the, the way that the way it seems like, you know, KD and Kyrie got their championships. I so, like, really, like, it, it seems like there's no urgency for them. Like, they feel like they have nothing to prove. James Harden's the only one that's playing like he has something to fucking right, prove.
2: Right. And, uh, you know, and then it's good to have guys like LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin put on the team, too. Guys that have never won championships. Yeah. Like, that's a big deal. Uh, you know, you have guys, you know, DeAndre Jordan hasn't won a championship. Yeah. Like, you have a few guys on that team that, like, don't know what it's like. And some of the younger dudes, you know, you have, like, Joe Harris and yeah. stuff. But, like, again, it just...
1: But at the same time, just like... It's one of those type of things. Like, can Kyrie get it done? Yes, he can. But it's one of those type of things. Like, and I said it a million times. Like, I apologize to LeBron James for how that shit went in Cleveland because LeBron wasn't
2: the fucking problem. No, no, not at all. But
1: like, uh, like you know, there's a reason why LeBron wasn't sad when he fucking left.
2: Yeah, exactly. So again, just like I said, just watching the way this team is,
1: there is no. out. So they got old in a, they got old in a hurry. Because, like, you know, because L.A. is 35 years old. Yeah, and like, Blake like,
2: Griffin plays like he's uh, 712 years old. Because Blake Griffin's whole game was predicated on athleticism. Yeah. Whereas, LaMarcus Aldridge is, is a skill-based player. Yeah. And he's in his, you know, he's he's in his uh, sunset years. Yeah. You know, like, certainly. You know, skill don't really diminish. And, you know, he's still effective. Yes. Yes. You know, but here's the thing with LaMarcus Aldridge. LaMarcus Aldridge is a number two option on a fucking horrible team. Yeah. On a good team, he is like a fourth option. Yes. And that's what he is on this team. He's the fourth option on this lineup. Like, if you ask me personally. Yeah, and I think Blake Griffin's like the fifth. I think Blake Griffin's like the fifth option, and then, you know... You know, hell, I mean, there are going to be some nights when neither of them are the fourth option. Some nights yeah.
1: that's going to be Joe Harris. Yeah, Joe Harris I like, and, you know, and Spencer Dinwiddie. I like, yeah, i say
2: those guys are going to be that guy some nights. But, again, like I said, just the way this team is structured, I don't really like it. And they still... It's a very mercurial and awkward situation. And the thing is, because there's been so many injuries and stuff, I will say, weirdly enough... The person at, from a personality standpoint, that might be an okay thing for them. Yeah. Solely because you haven't seen Katie, Kyrie, and James Harden on the floor yet, really together. And yeah. you and you know, La- LaMarcus, they've introduced enough moving parts to where that the personalities haven't gotten to a point where like there's toxicity there oh yeah because which that's a very volatile yes. volatile situation
1: and the mere fact like you know like there's been so many moving parts they really don't know exactly how they're gonna play yet yeah exactly I, like they just basically uh, they just basically get by on the fact that they have better pieces
2: than everybody so if from a personality standpoint that's kind of not the worst thing in the world, but in terms of a, they still need to play together to fucking gel on the court. court. It's awful. It's an awful situation. Yes. Which then, that will lead to, like, stress on, like, you know, the stars, because, you know, like, oh, okay, well, like, well, we need to try to get this championship, like, da 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 So, who even fucking knows if, you know, like I said, so you finally get all these guys back, and then they're trying to gel, and then you have Kyrie, Ky- you, you have Kyrie, rather, KD, and, you know, James Harden, and you're looking at them, and then they're losing games that they shouldn't be winning because they haven't, they should be winning because they haven't
1: gelled. And it's just a mere fact of, like, Who's gonna be number one, two, and three?
2: Yeah. Now, granted, I think that those guys probably will figure that out on a night-to-night basis because who fucking cares? Yeah. That'll probably be a night-to-night basis because I think I think looking at that lineup, I think in terms of the way that the scoring is done, I think we all know that realistically, Kevin Durant's the number one option. Yeah. James Harden's probably the number two option, mm-hmm. and Kyrie's the number three. I think realistically, yeah. That's what I think anyways in terms of just the offensive production yeah that's there i think of kyrie as the third option now it's hilarious because he yeah, like he was upset for
1: being a second option in cleveland
2: mm-hmm. yeah it's hilarious and it's like dude you're a third option now wow. you know and you know it's not because you suck or anything it's just that's how good the one and two are because again I would say that James Harden is more of an offensive talent than he is and yeah. Kevin Durant is arguably the best player in the NBA when yeah. healthy. You know so
1: that, that's one thing I can not say about James Harden. He does he doesn't really be missing games like that. Yeah exactly. Like no like not, not for just personal reasons or like I said like Kyrie
2: that. Kyrie just isn't Kyrie's a weird dude. Like he wants to play basketball but he hates everything that's attached to the to it. I like. I know
1: it was crazy because somebody asked me like, you know, who like, who would I rather have, Allen Iverson and Kyrie Irving? I said, no question. I take I take Allen Iverson heartbeat. I take,
2: I I I take I heartbeat. AI and heartbeat.
1: I like you know. like Kyrie is more talented than AI. But AI, dr- like AI drugged drug like you know a 76er team to the fucking finals by himself and you know what you're getting with Alan Iverson. I like you know And like, I
2: don't even know that AI is less talented than him. Yeah, I, I don't like, necessarily I like, think yeah, that like, and then that's up for debate. I don't know? I don't think Kyrie's more talented than AI. Than I'm just as far as far
1: about the like dribbling, like just the scoring and everything like I that. Don't,
2: I don't I think the only thing Kyrie Irving might be better at Allen Iverson is is passing and and maybe three point shooting, but yeah. <laughs> So what? So what? But that's
1: what I meant. Like, you know, like, you know, I'm not saying like, you know, like he's Kyrie's up here and AI is down. No, that's not what I meant. I, like, there's some things that, you know, Kyrie can do that AI just falls short on. I, like nobody's perfect and the mere fact that he's taller than Allen Iverson, you know, so that comes into effect. But like, yeah, like Allen Iverson never cheated you on a fucking basketball court. And that's why, like, you know, you hate Russell Westbrook, but I respect Russell Westbrook because... You like you never feel like you've been Russell Westbrook ever cheats you on a no. basketball court, no. and I feel like I get cheated on a basketball court with Kyrie Irving. If I was one of his teammates, I would say all the right things, but I would also feel like I would be cheated. That's why those young guys in uh, like in uh in Boston. Boston turned on him the year after they went to the Eastern Conference Finals
2: without him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I like, and that's
1: more an indictment
2: on him than anything. It is like he's just he's not the, he's not that guy. He's not a leader. He's just not that guy, and so and that's just what it is, man. Um, so like I said, I think get, getting back to the original point though, the fits of Blake Griffin and LA, I think, uh, you're gonna have, um, I think you're gonna have I think you're gonna have Lamarcus Aldridge be your starting four on and, this team. And Blake's gonna come off the bench. I th- that's what I would do personally. Um, that's just me.
1: I like they're still terrible. I like my thing is like you just sharpening iron. I like, you know,
2: you that you're still caught really bad defensively. They they have done nothing to fix that and they there really isn't no, anything they, they can, can do. do. They're the only guys on that team that really are good defenders are probably dudes on the bench and DeAndre Jordan. And that's really kind of it. Like like, it, like it. And Durant can D up, too, but Durant also is coming off a fucking Achilles, so, you know, I like, like whatever. I, was, I
1: do. I remember when they made the trade for James Harden, like, the mere fact they gave up, like, you know, Jared Allen, I, like, I hated that so much. Mm-hmm. I felt like they could have won with the squad that they had. Apparently they didn't think so and other people didn't think so. But I don't pay attention to a lot of different people because you know I don't trust their basketball acumen because not to be like a like a jackass or be that dude, but I feel like a lot of people's basketball acumen isn't great at all. You know what I'm saying? They just go by what they see all sports center and they don't really look at it like as analytically, you know what I'm saying as I do. So like, you know, I was telling you that like whenever that trail was made, all like, that dude I like cause you know as far as cares avert. I like, Carol LeVert is a great player, but they, but they got to keep Spencer Dinwiddie. So that was a thing. I like, I said, what was going to hurt them was them losing Jared Allen. Cause that dude can defend, oh, that dude can defend like nobody's business. He's a premier rim, uh, rim, uh, rim protector, you know what I'm saying? And the dude's still young and he has the ceiling to get better.
2: Yes. His ceiling was way better than the DeAndre Jordan's ceiling. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is. So again, you know, like I said, I just, I don't like, I don't really like the Nets. Like, I think offensively they they're they're, they're they're prolific. Yeah, they're fun to watch,
1: but like at the same time, like you know,
2: they don't play defense and it's fucking retarded and I hate it. Yeah, they don't play. I, de- I don't watch their games. Yeah, like they I do not watch their
1: games. They don't play defense. They don't have that guy. They don't have somebody like a Draymond Green that holds people accountable.
2: Like I said, I hate I hate that I hate that. Trash. I like and I
1: feel like that that's that's what's desperately missing from this squad. I like, you know, the like they need somebody that's going to hold people everybody accountable. Themselves, I like themselves and the stars accountable. I like a Jimmy Butler is needed on this team.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: I like, you know, I I said Draymond Green, but Jimmy Butler is like, you know, a better. But hell, Draymond too. I like because Draymond is a leader. I like so like they don't
2: have that, you know what I'm saying? I don't think Steve Steve Nash can do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something, man. Yeah, you know, we were talking about the Nets. Yeah ask me which New York team I'd rather watch play and I'll tell you it's the fucking Knicks and that's sad that's just how much watching the Nets frustrates me like they are fun to watch on one side of the ball on the other side of the ball they gripe my ass and then also I don't like watching James Harden play the mere fact that they lost to the uh, lost to the Lakers
1: without Dennis Schroeder, AD, and Braun that should tell you a lot.
2: Yeah, that's horrendous. Andre Drummond basically beat them by himself. Yeah, like is you know that's that's tough. You know that's really tough.
1: So like I said, man, I think I like I didn't even watch that game just because I thought it was just gonna be like a blood yeah. Just on our like, you know, it's our our best players aren't playing. Like this isn't prime time to me. So like, but the mere the, to hear to uh, see the uh, notification that we won, I was like, that's sad.
2: Yeah, it really is. Like, that, there's no reason that that, that, team- that there's
1: no reason.
2: No, no. I mean, th- like I said,
1: like and Kyrie let Dennis Schroeder get under his skin. I like,
2: come on, man, dude. And that's it, man. Like I said, I just. I don't really like the nets all that much. I really don't. So, we'll wait and see and see how this flushes oh, so, out. For so, them. so, so
1: so, is the RK is saying that they're are they overhyped or overrated?
2: I mean, yes. I mean, uh, being overhyped is overrated. So, yeah. same. Yes. Like, yes, they're both. Like, yes. Like I like cuz I I find it hilarious that people were just giving them the title already. No. Like I said, the, I mean, the thing is, man, I knew it was going to be a volatile situation. I mean, and granted, it's still fairly early. I mean, because they're playing less games, but, like, I'm just like, – I don't see it, man. I just don't see it. Like, you know – but, but, the,
1: but the thing is, the All-Star Games already happened. We're about to get into the playoffs, like, next month or, like, Yeah, month. it's
2: soon. Yeah, it is very sooner rather than not, later. <laughs> this team's not going to have time to gel like that, man. And, like, granted, I don't necessarily see a roster out east – that's gonna just for sure, like oh, we're test there. them because they don't have the pieces. They don't have the horses. Yeah, they just don't have the fucking horses. But again, you're telling me Kevin Durant comes back and then has another setback or something. Yeah, Th- this team is one thing away from being average. From being average, like they have been. I said that they one Kevin Durant injury
1: away from being average. They're, they're, one, they're one Kyrie sickness, or I just don't want to come to work t- tonight from being
2: average. Yeah, or, or Kyrie getting hurt, because Kyrie's not exactly the healthiest guy in the world either. Yeah, James Harden really is about the only guy on that team that has durability, like yeah. out of the stars. You know, and goddamn, you're asking—you got James Harden as your reliable guy— and James Harden sucks in the playoffs in extended series. Yeah. The first game or two, he'll come out and he'll be buckets, but then they'll figure out how to fucking like, guard him. And defend him, so like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. nah. I ain't, I ain't trying to hear all that, bro. I'm really not. <laughs> net, the Nets suck. Fuck them. The Nets suck. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them oh like, my god I don't, they don't actually suck but i just don't i don't want to watch their fucking.
1: i like guys. me as a laker fan they they don't scare me
2: i don't yeah like that fucking they shouldn't scare anybody really like goddamn like you like any of the elite teams like if you're the bucks you should be like fuck them we yeah. got this if you're any of those good ass teams that are out east that are like on the come up yeah Fuck them, dude. If the Raptors had been healthy this year, the Raptors shouldn't have been scared of them. Like, you know what I mean? That's like nah bro like I ain't trying to hear all that shit
1: I, I got under now my, my thing is like you know I wanted to see how it was gonna be after All-Star break still ain't like the Chiefs calling it it ain't it and it's still not hitting after All-Star break exactly that's a fucking problem it is I like and people want to uh, talk about like you know LeBron James and AD being gone I'm like this team knows how to play when Braun and AD are on the floor we won a fucking
2: championship last year yeah we just need problem. those motherfuckers to be healthy when it's time to be healthy yeah cause you got two Fucking top five players in the league on your roster. And I like them, like, motherfuckers have been out for a month.
1: I like you know, LeBron's been here and done that,
2: it so like,
1: if anything, that helps him because he's got some time to rest.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's probably good. That's probably a good thing for LeBron James that he's getting a rest right now.
1: I like, you know, so I like, if anything, I like we, I like we should be the ones people should be being scared of because the young guys have balled out. I've been thoroughly impressed from what I've seen from Tucker, like from Schro- uh, from Schroeder, Caruso, hell, even Kyle Kuzma. Like this time right here helps them. I like, yeah, it you does, know, and like, and people think that it's not helping the young guys. You're crazy.
2: Yeah, yeah more minutes and more touches. Absolutely, that helps young guys' development for damn sure. You know, it really does. You know, But like I said, man, I'd be scared of a lot more of the teams out west mm-hmm. than I would be. I'd be more scared of the fucking Denver Nuggets than I would be the Nets. I really would be. Oh, Are yeah, you fucking it, kidding me? Oh, yeah, because they, they got, went and got Aaron, Aaron Gordon. Gordon. That was fucking fire. Michael Porter Jr. is putting up fucking numbers right yes. now. Are you shitting me? Like, I'd be terrified of them. Oh, but, like, you joke like, he might win MVP this year. Exactly. Like, nah, bro. Like, I'd be way more scared of Denver. Like, then I would be in the Nets. Like, I are like, you shitting me? I, I,
1: it's, I really like what they got going on.
2: I do too, man. Like I, I re- said. And hell, on a night-to-night basis, like, the Jazz. Yeah. You know, like, the Jazz are a great team. Like, you know, again, it's a regular season and shit, but still, like, the Fuck. Yeah, you like
1: know? yeah, no, yeah, nobody's handing this team like the fucking trophy. Like I said, you know, man, I, like, ain't, like, I, I, I ain't handing the net shit. Bro. I like and the mere fact, like I haven't seen enough. Like you know, the the mere fact they're not even hitting on all cylinders right now. That should scare a lot of bandwagon net fans. It should. It, you know, like it should be fucking terrifying. You know what I'm saying? Like. And it's just inconsistent, you know. What I'm saying I'm not a fan of it. I mean, maybe we might get it might get proven wrong. I doubt it, but yeah, you know, yeah like, who
2: knows? Maybe they get healthy. Maybe they get right, and they just tear ass and they win it all. But I just I don't see it, bro. I like I have to see it to believe it. Yeah, you have to see it to believe it. So coming up next,
1: sir uh, Fernando Tatis has a huge deal. Man, got paid. How old is he? Young. Super young, like 21, 22? Yeah, he's young as hell. Young as hell. All right, we're going to get into that next. And also, we got the quote of the week. You guys keep it locked on the scoreboard on Anchor.
3: I was sick and tired of having terrible dates. I've
1: tried other dating websites before and
3: could never find a match.
2: Honestly, I was about to give up. Never in a million years did I think I'd ever find him.
3: Well, with GiveUpAndSettle.com, that can all end today. Hands down the best dates I ever had.
1: They sent me more matches than I could ever need. They showed me the way, and I finally found him.
3: Here at GiveUpAndSettle.com, we believe there's someone in the world that is perfect for you, and we're here to help you get over the fact that you're never going to meet that person.
1: We hate each other so much.
3: I can't even look at him because I hate his face. We're not even gay. And we both are. With our highly advanced matchmaking system, known as the Personality Attitude Placement Enrollment Research by Algorithmic Groupings, also known as Papier Bog, we will find you a near-to-perfect match within seconds. I searched gamer and girl and got a 50% match. I hate snakes, but I did ask for a man that was charming. I was always into the shy and quiet type, and that's exactly what I got. I type in how smart, successful, good-looking I am on other dating sites and still never found a match. First try on GiveUpAndSettle.com Perfect match. I kept in black girls as my preference, but I'm not gonna lie, I'm not the best speller. So I wasn't surprised when I showed up to my first date
1: and saw nothing but a black grill. I'm not picky. I just asked for the hottest match they could find. Our love will continue to burn brighter than ever. Nothing wrong with black math. She's still smoking
3: Hot. People used to tell me there should be violins playing for me at all times because I was such a sad person. That's why I went on to give up and settle and ask for someone cheerful, optimistic, violin free almost a perfect match i got a chair full of domestic violence for me close enough We all know there's a lot of fish in the sea, but there's also a lot of people on land. You don't have to resort to fish yet. Just sign up to GiveUpAndSettle.com and find the settling soulmate you never even knew you wanted. We promise you, you will not regret it unless you do. It's completely free, money back guarantee. So what have you got to lose? Sign up, give it a try, you might get a virus. GiveUpAndSettle.com, we'll see you there. See for yourself and find your perfect match today. It's fast, it's fun, it's not a real site. GiveUpAndSettle.com hee. So thank you guys again so much for watching. If you want to see last week's video, click the one on the left. If you want to see bloopers and behind the scenes, click the one on the right. And if you want to go to GiveUpAndSettle.com, click the one on the bottom and find your perfect match today day 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 Hey Tyrone, what you doing in Philly? I thought you were in Cali. Man, I was. But then they said we was having an earthquake. So I had to relocate. But come to find out, the only thing was
0: cracking and shaking was your wife's ass cheeks when I was fucking alone with that stuff.
3: Weed, whiskey, beer, tequila, more beer, more vodka, more whiskey, and more beer. It's how an,
0: was it's... How was your movie, by the way? Oh, I missed I, it. Mine, mine went straight to DVD just like
1: yours. <laughs> but it was lit, baby.
0: What's up, guys? This is the Scoreboard Quote of the Week, brought to you by Nobody, because we're broke. This was supposed to be a segment dedicated to people that say amazing things. But as everybody knows, we will focus on gems like this.
3: I would, but uh, I know where that hand's been.
2: And this. Audios. they make sure you ain't Holy crap, I don't know who the hell we think we are.
0: You couldn't stay off the weed
2: uh playoffs i'll talk about playoffs you kidding me playoffs
0: i just hope we can win a game so with that being said here are my two favorite guys
1: hbk and the arcade what's up everybody it's that time it's the quote of the week Uh, do you want to go or do i want to go first
2: i'll go first um so uh my quote of the week goes to the ignorant noodle what the yeah, people, people, yeah, people on Twitter have weird ass names, man. Dude,
1: like, dude it's, not, it's nothing compared to like you know, uh, Twitch names. Oh, the yeah. funniest Twitch name I've ever seen was "Meat is beaded." Meat is beaded. That's
2: <laughs> the the wrong tense of that. Uh, beaded. That's that's pretty good. I can get behind that. Um, so yeah, dude's at is at ignorant noodle. Yeah. Um. He uh, he tweeted this out the other day. Jackie Chan and Jet lee really had a hold on the early 2000s. If you needed ass whooped with a smile, call Jackie. You needed ass whooped without a smile, call Jet. Pretty much. <laughs> so I was just was like,
1: that that like no, nothing was more accurate. Yeah, I was like, that's that's just correct. It was kind of like Steven Seagal like in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, which is funny enough. Like, Steven Seagal is my mom's favorite
2: action hero that Ste- is steven seagal i'm gonna say my, 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 I no offense to your mom she needs to get some better taste well cause... she loves
1: bruce lee too but okay see that's better all right but she loves steven seagal all right like, that's under, trash i ain't gonna lie i like some i like steven seagal a little bit because i kind of grew up on those movies in the 90s under so.
2: siege is cool i don't really fuck with seagal like that though man i never did he's oh, like, whatever it's one
1: of those things like he has like a few good movies but those few good movies hit that's what it is All like like, so yeah they're solid that's what it is i ain't
2: mad at that but seagal seagal's a, seagal's a fat retard man yeah,
1: like, yeah but my mom like you know low-key likes steven seagal yeah. which was crazy All i like because i think my mom like isn't like outside of bruce lee you know it's just like but yeah she likes steven seagal so my quote of the week is from this dude named travis said, I texted her 10 minutes ago. She made a post six minutes ago. 10 minus 6 equals for the streets.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm glad I went first. Uh, That's funny. That's funny as hell. So, uh, all right. So, what we got here, ladies and gentlemen... As, as, a guy, as a guy that's 22 years, years old, old. That got a 14 year, $340 million contract extension. And the young man's name is Fernando Tatis Jr.
1: And. One of the most exciting players in baseball yes. outside of Ronald Acuna and maybe Ron, Juan Soto.
2: Yep, th- those, those are kind of the three.
1: And maybe Shohei Tani, just because I like Shohei Tani. Dude,
2: Shohei Atani's fire, man. He's, yeah. he's great. The Angels are mid, but. Yeah. Well, no, it's. The angels aren't mid. I can't. I, the angels starting pitching is mid. <laughs> if they had any pitching, that lineup fucks. Fire. It's it fucks. It's so good. Like they, it. There's no easy outs. They got Justin Upton batting six for no reason on this team. Like he don't hit bombs. This shit's <laughs> stupid, dude. I hate it. I'm, I'm just like, get one pitching. Just get some pitching, yeah, man. Yeah, just, just one. Just get some pitching, bro. Y'all out here, this shit sucks, man. Like, because they got, they got, they got bats for days, man. Yeah. Trout, they got Trout, Otani, they still got old ass, Alba Pujols. Pujols. They got all kinds of bats, bro. But they just got that, that pitching, though. It ain't it. So, uh, But
1: the Fernando Tatis deal, we was making a joke. We was like, "How do we feel about this? This is great." the segment segment. in the segment,
2: basically like we're like, "Yeah, we're we're dropping off the air." Like we can make this segment short as hell. This will be an easy one because it's great. Thug Life moment of the week next. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, but for real, like so, um, you're starting to see more and more
1: of these type deals. They're smart guys. They're smart man. Well, didn't Acuna get like an eight-year deal or a ten? Yeah, he
2: got an eight-year extension. Yeah, exactly. And he's young as fuck, so. Yeah, he's going to be in, under club control until he's like 31 basically. Jesus. Yeah, and he's like 22 or some shit. Yeah. So uh So yeah, man. Uh Tatis is going to be under club control until he's he's basically going to be a Padre his whole career, basically with this deal. Um so cuz he's 22 and he's like, a, it's a, it's, a, it's a 14 Million, it's a 14 year deal or extension. I can't remember if it kicks in after his original rookie deal, yeah, expires because I mean, all money in baseball is guaranteed, yeah. Like, uh, uh, so,
1: so even if you want to trade for this young man, you gotta still take on that contract,
2: exactly. So, um, he's uh, he's set up and he's going to be probably one of the best if not the best shortstop in baseball for a decade for a decade um so he's one of the most exciting players in the league unfortunately right now he's out with shoulder inflammation yeah uh, that so sucks that sucks but hey it is what it is also shout out padres uh, for their first ever no hitter in franchise history the other day joe musgrove did that it was their first in however many games that they've played as a franchise so shout 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 out them um uh, I actually watched that game. I caught the last couple innings of that as it was happening Mm -hmm. on Friday, Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, This past Friday, Um, but yeah, man, Tatis is a fucking electric. He's super exciting. He's fast. Uh, He's a great defensive guy. He's got crazy pop. He's just everything you want in a young player. Yes. Like, and that's the kind of guy you want to have as a cornerstone of your franchise. And right. keep and he, in mind that they also have Manny Machado locked up for a long time, yeah. too. And, and he puts asses in seats. So I, like, that's
1: another thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like, he brings, people like, the revenue. I, like, you know, this is smart. It's a smart deal. Like, and it's, it's a smart deal just for... I Like, and I tell people this all the time. Whenever you give people that kind of money its more than what they do on the field it's, it encompasses everything do you put asses in seats are you box office you know what i'm saying the merchandise i like you know everything
2: i mean he's one of the top selling jerseys in the majors yeah already like you know i mean he he is as prime time electric as that gets mm-hmm. you know and again, like I said, they have him paired with good people. You know, like Machado oh, like he, is going to so be he, there for a while. So,
1: he's on the show, uh, the show cover.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, dude, he's that dude. You know, and he's going to be that dude for a long time. They got him paired with good dudes, like you know, like I said, they got Machado, they got Hosmer still. Yeah. They got all this young talent there outside of them. You know, it's it's real good. That's a good situation. They got they got good pitching. You know, set. They got good. They just have a good situation in yeah, San Diego, man. They have a
1: good situation, and it looks like they're, they're about to have a good. Looks like they're not going away anytime soon.
2: No, and you know, this was that that was the first thing they needed to do was lock up this kid. Yeah, they you know? had to. So, you know, again, I'm excited for him. I'm excited to see what sort of, you know, stuff he brings to the table. I'm excited to see, you know. What the Padres are able to do. Their window is going to be open for a while. Yes, And because of the thing, too, is that they're a California market in a large California city that's very wealthy yeah. uh, in San Diego. And the thing is, they've always been bad traditionally, So outside of Tony Gwynn. So, now they have an electric superstar... That will put asses in seats and will generate revenue for this team. And you got
1: to think the Dodgers are going to be going down. So, like, you know. Yeah, in a couple of years from now, absolutely. So, the, they might be the team in L.A. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I wouldn't say, like, L.A. or something like that. But they're going to be the team in California. Because, like, you know, like, the Dodgers situation. Like, it's still kind of hitting for, like, another two, maybe two years or so. Two yeah. or three years. But, you know, but. That shit's gonna fall... That shit's gonna drop like a fucking cliff. The... The... uh, this is... All right, this this has the making of like something that's going to be around for like a long time now will they be able to cash in we don't know I like you know what I'm saying because whenever you got something like that happening like you know are they going to have like the Dodger syndrome where they be like man you guys got all this fucking talent Tatis will probably be an MVP Y'all like you know in a couple of years you got all this you still can't get it done is it going to get to their psyche we're not at that point yet but I'm just saying it, it's going to get there yeah, with everything they got going on, you say like the guys you said they got they got locked up are some prime time guys.
2: Yeah, like I said, Machado and him are fucking prime time, and uh, you know, like I said, they have Hosmer still, and that's a huge deal. He can still get it done. Exactly, man. Like again, I I really like the Padres, man. They're they're fucking solid, and uh, we'll see. Um, you will see how they look in a couple years from now. Uh, especially when they they're going to be able to get some of the guys back that they've yes. had missing, mm-hmm. you know. Because again, they have they have Mike Clevenger. That people forget that. Yeah, they do have Mike Clevenger. Yeah, and again, you know, Musgrove just threw a no no for them. Uh, they got you Darvish. They got uh, they got all these fucking guys, and they have a pretty good bullpen still. Yeah. You know, so like I said, they're set up to be good, and they're set to be good for a fucking while. Mm-hmm. So. I like this team, and you know this this deal need to get I, done. And I, they, they took care of it early before they, it they, even yeah, became before, a problem.
1: Yeah, before it became an issue. So you know, what I'm saying because it's one of those type of things. Like you know, it was smart on their part because it was it wasn't like uh Cleveland with Francesco Lindor. It's one of those type of things. Like Tatis, I don't think Tatis knew. Being a young kid, you're just out there playing baseball. You really don't know
2: how much you're worth. And you don't know how much you're going to be worth. we worth. But so the thing is, you know, you look at a kid and you go, hey, $340 Because, you know, the thing is, in a few years, this deal might look like a super big bargain. That's like the Acuna deal that mm-hmm. we made. We gave him $100 million for like eight years. And... Already, that is looking like a crazy good bargain. Yeah. The Ozzy Albies is still a crazy bargain. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. But, um, so yeah, like I said, the, in a few years from now, who knows how big of a bargain that Tati Steel yeah. becomes. You know? So. Oh, right, yeah, because I think they're they looking ahead, like, you know what I'm saying, baseball.
1: Because right, I think Mike Trout just broke, like, you know what I'm saying? Broke the ceiling with that, and you're gonna see a lot more of these guys getting exorbitant amount of money. So they want to tie him down, like you know, they'd be like 300 and 340 million dollars. Mm-hmm. as
2: a 22 year old kid, who the fuck saying no? Yeah, ads? exactly. You 22 years old, and dude said, hey, you want to play here for the next 14 years? You got the security. You got the fucking money. Yeah, cause it's guaranteed, and and, and and even if we trade you, somebody has to take. Somebody all that. has to eat your
1: contract, so you good. Yeah, you good. I like for the rest of your life. Yeah. So I like at, cause you know like, cause no know of me. I like thinking. I like shit. If I was if y'all, think I'm worth three hundred and. Forty million. Somebody might think I'm worth four hundred million or five hundred million. Exactly. So you know, so so they got, so they took care of that, like you know, early. Like you if he was like maybe like twenty six or twenty seven, he would have gauged, like you know, and seen shit that was going on, mm-hmm. like players at his position, because players do that shit, guys. I like, you know, they be gauging, like you know, who's making what and all that other stuff, so they can have like a good negotiate counter negotiating uh, tactic whenever they go to negotiate their deal. That wasn't the case with him. I, like they got him when he was young. They gave him a crazy amount that he couldn't say no to
2: boom yeah easy so, easy so all right uh so coming up next uh, we got the, um, the NFL, li- NFL free agency and the thug life moment of the week yes
1: we so. do you guys keep a lot on the scoreboard on anchor
0: Presents Real Men of Genius
3: Real Men of Genius
0: Today we salute you, Mr. Really, Really, Really Bad Dancer Mr. Really, Really, Really Bad Dancer Arms swinging, knees bending, head bobbing To no particular rhythm You're either dancing or you have fleas so Call me a doctor As soon as you hit the dance floor, the taunts begin is that all you got player? Unfortunately, yes, that's all you got. Who's in the house? Some guy who can't dance. That's who's in the house. Star. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Mr. Happy Feet, because you really put the boogie in boogie. Mr. R- You're listening to Podomatic Radio. You're listening to The Scoreboard with your host, Michael Hill and Ryan Kay. Catch them here every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio.
3: Something that has
2: to warm up before you use it, sir. How about your wife?
0: This is the Scoreboard Thug Life Moment of the Week, brought to you by Nobody, because we're on a budget. This is the place where douchebag behavior isn't only welcomed, but it's celebrated. Now, here's your host,
1: HBK and the Arcade. Welcome back, welcome back everybody. It's the Thug Life moment of the Week. And if you out here doing Thug Life shit, we want to hear from you. You can hit us up via Facebook at www.facebook.com slash scoreboard 808. You can hit me up on Twitter at HBK underscore Or you can hit us up via email at scoreboard underscore radio at yahoo.com. So I'ma go first since you went oh since you went first last time. Hold on, let me. I had it. This I <laughs> like the, uh, this thug life go- moment goes to this dude who I do not know but I know he's a male because the shit they, they were talking about in this text message you know he's pretty skeevy but I thought it was funny so apparently his girl sent him a question saying I got a question and he says he sends her, a, sends her back a question mark she asked did you nut me and he asked her back said why you ask that she said cuz I went for a checkup and they also make me take a pregnancy test, and it's possible. I mean, it's positive. And he said, "Who are you? Who are you been fucking?" And she said, "You." He says, "So, said so." He says, "So just me. You fucked nobody before me." And she said, "Um, a girl." He said, "Why you ain't ask her?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's hilarious. Good, good shit. Um, <laughs> my thug life moment of the week goes to this uh, random guy. Uh, at the Braves game, I was at on Saturday.
1: Oh, this should be good.
2: Um, so as I was uh, walking around the new stadium, uh, how is it anyway? Oh, it's fucking incredible! It's so cool. You didn't take a
1: picture with the Hank Aaron statue? No, I
2: didn't. Cause it's- I know, I know, I'm going to be back, so I ain't worried yeah. about it. Um, so, um, anyways, um, so we're, uh, you know, we're bouncing around, and you know, I see all kinds of random jerseys there, mm-hmm. right? I see a John Rocker. Yes!
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, <dude>. Let's go. <laughs> dude. That's what I'm talking about. Right.
2: Yeah. Right. Let's go. <laughs> that guy, that well, it, 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 is
1: this is this a racist story? Please no, tell me. No,
2: it's really not. Oh, uh, damn. So, let's so, go. So, so guy guy had a John Rocker on, which is funny <laughs> as hell. I saw a bunch of other random ones that were just kind of like, wow, that's weird. Uh, I saw like an Erodis Viscano. He was a reliever of ours a few years ago yeah. uh, we had like I see an old Andrelson Simmons I see an old Kelly Johnson like I've seen I saw some weird shit you see any Deion Sanders no I didn't oh. uh, but the so the best jersey I saw and I don't know how they got through like dude had a custom made jersey on the back of the was number 19 and it was COVID COVID-19 <laughs> So my dog life, motherfucker,
1: was <laughs> that motherfucker. All I do. Speaking of shit like that, like the most, <laughs> like the most gangster shit I have ever seen in my fucking life. Was whenever me, my friend Angry Joey, uh like Randall and Seth, we go to a Panthers preseason game. Ray Caruth. I I see, yeah, somebody had a fucking Ray Caruth jersey on. Bro, I was like, my
2: boy Zach has seen that a few times at that place.
1: I was like, dude, that dude. And like, and it was like this big dude, he looked like he dared a motherfucker to say some shit to him about it. I was like, you you go, man. I was like, let's go. Let's dude, it, yeah, it's I, I, dude, I gave I gave him a high five. I like, dude, I like that jersey. He was like, right, I'm like, let's go. It's funny <laughs> as hell.
2: It's funny. Every real talk is funny. That's
1: great. That's uh, fucking great. But <laughs> all
2: right, so NFL, NFL, um, free agency. free agency,
1: which was fucking
2: wild, by the way. There was you know, a lot of strange shit that happened. But,
1: but before we get to that, like you know, what I'm saying like we couldn't, we do. I know we're kind of late. We were doing the preseason preview, so. Like we're gonna try to make up for it now, like as best that we could. So,
2: Ryan, I like what moves stood out to you? Well, um, the Cowboys inked up Dak Prescott as they should have from the get, anyways. I'm uh, so happy for him. Good for him. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other stuff. Let's see, J.J. Watt went to the Cardinals. Yeah, that was that was one. Well, that so
1: stood. We broke that before uh-huh. not, for the preseason preview. Yeah, let's see. Uh I'm, the thing that killed me was the New England Patriots signing everybody. Oh, that Isn't? was crazy. John Johnny Smith, I like Hunter Henry. Oh uh, which if they were gonna go running back with Cam, I like they needed to give him some weapons because the shit that he had last year was
2: butt. Yeah, they went and got like Jalen Mills, they were fucking they went and got Aguilar from the fucking Raiders. They went do they they were fucking they went and got Kyle Van Noy. They got Van back? Yeah. Wow. They do they were they were out here, bro. Like mm-hmm. they're just fucking signing people left and fucking right. And
1: like, is that like a sign of desperation though? Because know, it's something that they yes. usually don't do. Yeah, yeah, it they, is. They, they because, did...
2: because their roster was so bad that they're like, we ain't doing that again. I so said they did lose uh Joe Tooney. Um Low key thing that really sat under the radar was the Bills went and got Emmanuel Sanders. That's real under the radar. Um so um, let's see. Well, that should, Kenny be- Galladay went to the Giants. That was a big one. They also got uh, Adoree Jackson. Yeah, that was that was huge. Um, Freaking. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of some of the other.
1: Joe Tooney went to the, goes to the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need interior line line help, and he's one of the best in the game. Now they got to worry about some fucking tackles because they let both of their tackles walk.
2: Yep, they do. Uh, let's see. Uh, the 49ers went and got Alex Mack, which was which was smart. Let's see. I'm trying to think what else.
1: The Cowboys uh got Keanu Neal, which I thought was a pretty solid deal.
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, the Bucks re-signed most of their players like the they Shaq they, Barrett. They got Levante David, they got Shaq Barrett. Chris
1: Godwin's the franchise.
2: Yeah, they went and re-signed Gronk for a one year. They got Sue for a one year. Yeah. Um, so they got a lot of that team to run it back Um,
1: yeah they just ring chasing now
2: uh, Washington got Curtis Samuel Uh, we got fucking uh, Patrick Peterson dude I love that that is a great move for us Um, we got Patrick Peterson and we also signed Xavier Woods not to be confused with the wrestler, uh, the safety from the Cowboys. Uh. And, like, so... He had a little bit of a down year, but that was because, like, they literally, like, dude, he, like, led the team in tackles. Yeah. Like, safety shouldn't do that, yeah. though. So, um... Yeah, y'all y'all signed a bunch of cool people too. Yeah, we saw we made
1: a lot of different moves. We signed Carl Lawson, which was flames. Vinnie Curry, which was fuck. Basically, outside of like the lower tier free agent signings, like the mid to upper tier ones, like I, Corey Davis. Corey Davis was fire. Keelan Cole was great. You know what I'm saying? Like Vinnie Curry was great. Uh, Carl Lawson was amazing.
2: Y'all got Joiner.
1: Lamarcus Joyner was fire. I like so. Yeah, I like all. I didn't care for the Dan, Fe- uh, Dan Feeney move, but that's just for depth.
2: Yeah, um, the Panthers went and got AJ Bowie, which that's a really good move yeah, that for was, them because they good they they don't really have cornerbacks. Yeah, they don't. So that was a good move for them. Um, they they also traded, uh, which this isn't really free agency, but they traded for Sam Darnold. Yeah, but somebody asked. If somebody about asked that. about that. We'll talk about that. Okay, mm-hmm. then we'll move past that. Then. Um, so, uh, yeah, like I said, man, uh, those are kind of some of the things that stood out to me. I like
1: the Browns are currently talking to Jadavia and Clowney.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. Jadavia and continuing to try to get overpaid. Um, he's he's not that good. The Raiders went and got uh, Yannick and Uh The who? They went and got the Raiders, got Yannick and oh. Um Like I said, I'm just trying to think. The Chiefs went and got Kyle Long to come out of retirement. I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, what? Yeah, they got uh, yuck. Uh, the, like you're about for the guy who used to play for the Bears. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, exactly. That uh,
1: usually shit like that doesn't really work out too well.
2: Yep. Yeah. I
1: like you've seen what we did with Ryan Khalil. There's a reason why they retire.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly.
1: Uh, Kyle Long played left tackle, right?
2: Uh, no, he played guard. So he plays guard.
1: So they are gonna have him playing right guard. <laughs>
2: Uh, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, because Joe
1: Tooney was a left guard.
2: Yeah, so, yeah, so I assume that's I what.
1: Corey Lindsley went to the uh, to San Diego Chargers. That was the second be- best offensive lineman now on on free agent
2: somebody to help uh, help Justin Herbert. Um, the Texans are a fucking mess, but they went and got Mark Ingram and fucking Philip Lindsay. So I like that a lot for them. It don't mean nothing because the whole like not going to be there. Yeah, exactly. So that's a fucking shit show. I, I couldn't even tell you who the fuck they're uh, who they're. Who their coaches. is uh, I don't remember who they got. But uh but yeah, so those were kind of the moves that stood out to me at least.
1: And there's still some guys out there on free agency. Richard Sherman
2: hasn't signed. Oh him. yeah, there's a there's a lot of names still floating out there, of course, but I like I, like, I hope well, I hope the Jets can get him. All yeah, right. he might go there for real. Like he might
1: get... considering the fact that you know saying he hasn't signed back with San Fran.
2: And he, he likes Salo a yeah, lot. Yeah, he likes Salo a lot. Like that would be huge for us. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good get for y'all because that, that would be one less position y'all have to focus on in yeah. the draft. We'll still get a corner, but we but still... But y'all, it won't be as much of a priority yeah. like, like early... I would still do it early. I would say you could you could wait until the second round though. Probably. I probably would. I would with that twenty third
1: pick, I'd still get a corner because you gotta think. If Bra- the, the
2: corners thin at this draft class. Like it's it's thin. Yeah, we need to get it's one. It's
1: thin. We need to get one. I like because we got our edge rushers. I, I thought edge rush would be like a priority but we can focus on that next year because yeah. we got Carl Lawson for 3 years and Vinnie Curry for a 1 year. So, like y'all be okay we'll, there. We'll be okay there. So, well, if we can get Richard Sherman, that would be huge mm-hmm. cuz I would still get Corner with that 23rd pick then focus on offensive linemen or or maybe linebacker with the second round and all that other stuff. So, yeah. I would do that. Like, which is crazy. I felt like for the first time in a long time I like I like the fact that nobody knows what the fuck Joe Douglas is doing. Yeah, I'm like it's amazing. I like because I know what, one of the jet jet dudes I follow, Green Bean. He said, I'm like, dude, I love the fact that nobody. He said this just proves the fact that all like the people, like the sources and stuff, don't know shit about Joe Douglas because they everything that they said, they've got it wrong. Yep, all of it. Yep. they like if they think he's going one way, but he totally throws them like a curveball and all that other stuff. So like I like the fact that you know. But like he keeps everything, everything tight lipped, Yeah. tight lipped. So like I, 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 I for one uh, am happy with everything that's going on for agency right now. I like as far as like as far as my team. I like is there anybody else like that? Like that we're, uh that we're missing. I have a feeling that we're missing somebody.
2: I mean Kyle Fuller went to the Broncos. Like I mean there's Kyle like, Fuller. Yeah, Kyle Fuller's with the Broncos oh, now. Wow. Isn't that weird? Um, like I said, there's I,
1: the market for him wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Yeah,
2: well, he had a little bit of a down year, so, and he picked a bad year to do it. Oh, and the mere fact he stay as hurt. Yeah, that too. That too. So, again, like I said, not really, um, you know, I think that kind of covers all the splashy signings. Um, you know, I mean, the teams that probably had the most impressive free agency, like, so far are the Bucks. And the Patriots, you guys have had an underrated one. The Panthers have had an okay one. Yeah. Um. Listen, we had an we had a pretty good one, all things considered, with our defense. Yeah.
1: I I think like you know ours was underratedly great, but it's just like we didn't have like the we didn't have like the splashes. I like like our play. The guys that we got, like you know, they're like guys. That, if y'all
2: had landed Patrick Peterson instead of us. You would feel ecstatic about like Patrick yeah. Peterson or Richard Sherman. If y'all I, like, I, end up landing, if y'all end Sherman, up. you 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 should feel real good about I, that. I, I, and you I, should feel good about it anyway. Yeah, I
1: feel great about it anyway. I like Bridget, having Richard Sherman would just be like on top. Of it. People exactly People like, he's thirty three years old, but like, yeah, but he knows Salah's system, and you know what I'm saying. And prior to him getting hurt last year, Richard Sherman was still playing decent ball. But like right well like Richard Sherman has the Ryan Clark effect. Like, you know what I'm saying? The older he gets, the smart. The reason why Ryan Clark played so long in the league because he was smart and he always knew where everybody needed to be, including himself, and he always put himself in position to make the best play. Exactly. Like, a mind like that is hard to replace on a football field. It is. It is. I agree. So, that's why Ryan Clark played for as long as he did, even with his skills diminished. Yes. You know, so... Uh, coming up next, right, your questions are in. Also, we're about to answer them. It's mail time. You guys keep a lot on the scoreboard on uh, Anchor.
0: Crazy, right?
2: That's a tattoo though. You wanna
0: get that? Hulu has live sports. Really? Yep, it's in my contract.
2: It's in the contract.
3: Can we at least change the font?
1: If you wanna be sued.
3: W- what if it's coming out of a dragon's mouth? Well, <sighs> exactly.
1: No dragons, no mouths, none of that. We could do like a, a tuft off and splashing yeah, right? out. How large? Uh, yeah. How, How much they paying you?
0: Get that, buddy. Hulu has live sports. Get that. what's up guys you've been listening to the scoreboard like us on facebook at www.facebook.com forward scoreboard 808 and you can also follow hbk and the arcade on twitter at dx heartbreak kid and arcade and remember you can catch us every tuesday on podomatic radio it's already 110 in the summer and if it gets one degree hotter, I'm going to kick your ass. Hey guys, it's mail time. This is the part of the show where we answer your questions. We usually expect questions like these. Tell me
3: about Spider-Man. Why wasn't Thor in that one?
1: Do you guys think that if MJ hadn't died,
0: he would still be alive today? And these. What the fuck do a mermaid got to do with coffee and motherfucking way? And for the love of God you spell check
1: take it away fellas appreciate it bro it's about that time i like it's mail time the part where you guys can interact with us and we enjoy it like it's been a while since we did it so yeah we probably got a lot of stuff built up man what so first question comes from jared in new york he says, "Yo, fellas, how's it going?" So, Michael, do you feel that? How you feel about Sam Darnold being a Panther, and do you feel like the Jets did him a disservice? Uh, I'm ecstatic about him being a uh, Panther. I like nobody's more excited about it than me. I like Joe, This is the type of person that Joe Douglas is. All like, right, that's why I fuck with Joe Douglas as a GM because he knows like the he knows like you know what I'm saying like what he did and what the previous regimes did didn't do him a disservice. It was just a time thing with uh, with Joe Douglas and Robert Salah and all that other stuff cuz Joe Douglas didn't draft Sam Darnold, but he liked Sam Darnold, so he put Sam he traded Sam Darnold into a, the best position for him to succeed and so where he can get draft conversations. Most GMs aren't trying to do that. like he he thought how and even in the press conference they were like how you feel about like you know if sam Darnold, like you know does well in carolina i like you know was that reflect bad? but will it reflect badly on you he was like dude i don't give two shits he said like that kid came in and worked his ass off and didn't complain about anything i want him to succeed he said i want good people to succeed so if him succeeding over there makes me look like shit, i can care less because he's over there uh, succeeding
2: well yeah i mean and the thing is too i mean I think that the Panthers maybe gave up a little too much for him, but you well, know like a
1: sixth this year and a second and a fourth. The, the
2: second, the second next year maybe, but you know because number two, you know. But the thing was, Matt Rule,
1: the reason why he wanted to take the job with the Jets was because uh, because Sam Darnold was there. Yeah, I like he didn't he didn't uh, he didn't come because he, uh, they were trying to. They won't let him bring in his own staff. So he was just like, you know what? Fuck this. So
2: he liked Sam Darnold from the get. Right. Right. But, um, you know, I'll say this too, man. Like, um... and I like Joe Brady being there with him as
1: well. So the CMC is there. Like, they have like I, i'll tell everybody we did a disservice we failed the kid i like that there's no if ands or buts about it granted he didn't do no favors himself because you still gotta uh, make plays on the field and he didn't do enough of that to, uh, to secure the sit to secure his job so that's on him but Overall, the shit he had to deal with, I like you know nobody could have could have survived that. Now, like he didn't do himself no favors, but th- this the his tenure with the Jets, I like it's not on him. It's totally on us. I tell anybody that that's on us. Now what he does with the Panthers, which I think is a better organization than uh, than us. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, like you know with their regime and how they have shit running, he's in a better organization with a top with a top flight running back but like you know him and robbie anderson has uh, some connections like dj moore is good they got some fucking weapons so i like i tell everybody what sam did for us well, uh, what his tenure with us it was on us i like him failing now what he does in carolina that's on him I Like what he does in carolina dep- uh, is going to depend whether he's going to be a backup or a starter in this league or not
2: i'll say this too um you know, and y'all can call me stupid all you want. I think if the, if the Panthers are picking eight and Trey Lance or Justin Fields are still there, I think you still pick them. Um, no offense to Sam, but, you know, they're about to be... Life without Teddy Bridgewater is probably about to be a thing very quickly. And they're going to need another quarterback. Yep. So, my thing is, you have Sam Darnold there. You have Sam Darnold... You've picked up his fifth-year option. Yep. You give him a little bit of time. See, hey, dude, are you busted or are you not busted? Yeah. And you draft that quarterback, like Trey Lance, to sit behind him. For a year or two. To sit behind him for a year. Listen. Because I think Trey Lance needs to sit. I like, think Trey year. Lance needs to sit, too. I like because. Mac Jones.
1: Mac, like Trey Lance and Mac Jones needs to sit. I like the mere fact that they're talking about Sam Fran might pick Mac Jones at three. Hilarious. It's hilarious. I like if they do... When they when if you liked him that much he was going to be there at twelve because nobody was going to pick Mac Jones at twelve no exactly. that that was stupid I, I don't believe that for I think
2: I think they're putting that buzz out there so people don't think I think I think they falsely are putting that buzz out there so they can draft fucking Justin Fields yeah I think that's exactly or what Trey doing. Lance yeah. No, I think that's exactly what they're because doing Trey
1: Lance can sit behind Jimmy Garoppolo because they're stuck with Jimmy G. Yeah, or like for the time being, for at least for like another year or so. So I think that that's what it is. But I, I like I totally I totally like Sam Darnold going to uh, Carolina. I'm still a Sam Darnold fan. I love the kid. I like we still have the USC connection. So like I'm I'm always gonna hope and hope and pray that like you know that he succeeds. I like I'll get his jersey. I just like I got Mark Sanchez jersey. I like USC connection. Like you play for my favorite squad. I like you know, I like. Let's go. I like. I hope he does well in Carolina. I have some friends that are Panther fans. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been trying to hype hype them up as much as I can to the ones that look like they want to jump off a cliff. You know, so and I know some people that that look like they want to jump off a cliff. But yeah,
2: my friend, I my one of my friends got real mad about it, and I take I texted him, and he talked to me after they signed Bowie. He talked to me later, and he's like, "Yeah, man." He goes, "I've calmed down a little bit, so whatever, you know." I, I told one of my homies, I do. Y'all gonna, the fan base is gonna love Sam.
1: Sorry. I said they're gonna love him. I like he's a good kid. I like what's not to like about him. But like, especially with the way that he handled this shit, I like. dude I like? Usually, usually most people, like when the whole shit went Jamal Adams, like Sam Donald is a grown man. And like what I mean, the difference between him and Jamal Adams, when the whole situation with us and Jamal Adams went, Jamal Adams like took everything off like Jets related, like office profile and all that other stuff. Sam's, Sam Donald didn't do that. Yeah, I like Sam Donald, like, it still says Jets Q, uh, like, you know, New York Jets QB, like, on his uh, Instagram. It probably might change now, but whenever he got traded and all that, he wasn't really too worried about that. Nah. that he's a grown man, and he carries himself and handles his business like one. You know what I'm saying? So, I like, and he's just an overall good person. I like, it just didn't work out. But, I, but like I tell everybody, what he does with Carolina, like, it's, it, it's on him now, and I want him to, to succeed. I like, yeah, I don't yeah i want to i want to see it a lot more than jamal does and i love me some jamal adams right but the way the way jamal went about it was was just kind of fucky yeah i agree you know so uh question two comes from lorenzo from new orleans it's uh yo fellas he said my man drew Brees retired i like do you uh, do you guys have him as a top 10 qb of all time for you
2: I'd have to really stop and think about who
1: else would be on that list. Um for for me, I like I can I it, he would be like an he might be, it just depends. I know would have to stop and I'd have to, have to think about it cuz I know top top 5 for me is just I like Brady, Montana, Manning Elway and Marino. That's staunch for me. I like it. nothing or nobody is
2: that. That's just set in stone for me. Yeah, I mean, and then you have to like stop and you have to think about like guys that like were you know huge parts of the game like like you, like you know you have your like Johnny Unitas, Johnny, Un- right? yeah, like Norm Van Brocklin, like that's what I'm saying. autogram like you yeah. have you, like that. When you get into those kind of lists, like that's kind of a tough thing, you know. And again, like you said, like. You have Brady, you have Montana, you have Manning, like you have Marino, like um, yeah, Elway's in my top. Five. You know, and I like
1: you can't forget about Favre. I like, yeah,
2: that's what I'm saying. Like that's like that's a tough thing to really. Steve Young. I like. There's a there's a whole lot. There's there's been a lot of really great quarterbacks, you know. And then there are guys that like didn't win championships, but maybe were who knows were they better than? I mean, like you know, besides Marino, naturally, yeah. like there are guys like you know Dan Fouts, like um, you, like, but you if, know, and but like freaking uh, Fran Tarkington, and but but if you, you had, know, but if you had the,
1: uh, but if you had the, if you put a gun to my head, I would probably put him top five just for the mere fact, like dude has more five thousand yard seasons than anybody, and the mere fact he here's a gun for for the kids out here. Here's like. For the young kids out here, here's how much of an impact Drew Brees has. It, like, if it, like if Drew Brees I, like signs with Miami, I like you know, I, like Nick Saban doesn't go to Alabama, I like. You know what I'm saying? Alabama doesn't have their dynasty. Clemson, we probably might be talking about Clemson in the same way we talk about Alabama. It would be probably Clemson's dynasty instead of Alabama's dynasty. You know what I'm saying? Brady does probably doesn't have seven Super Bowl rings because you got to deal with Drew Brees in that division. I like so like his impact whenever he went, I like you know wherever he went after free agency, it just it was like a trickle down effect. Like you know, hit the Miami Dolphins not signing him. So much shit changed. And if you would have went to Miami, a lot of that shit wouldn't have been. So, for me, like, you know, when you can, when you have that kind of impact, you know, that says a lot about you as a talent to me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and all those things are hypothetical, but at the same time, like, you know, at one point, they were very real.
2: Yeah. All uh, right, yeah. Uh, you know, like I said, I... I don't really, I don't really know where you put Breeze. I'm not gonna put him top ten. I'm not gonna like off just offhand off the rip. Yeah, I just I don't think I can put him there like without without stopping and like looking. You know, because yeah. again, I mean, yeah. You know, what about Aaron Rodgers? He's not yeah. better than Aaron Rodgers, probably. Um, you know, again, it just and you know, I think winning. Is probably one of the only metrics you have for a quarterback's impact. Yeah, and like Drew Brees had a lot of seven and nine years with the Saints, but that's also with him not having a whole lot either. Right? I like he but, was, Drew
1: Brees was good enough to get you eight wins.
2: Right, but I mean that's sti- I mean is that a fair thing for him? No, but it's still true. It's still true, and that's still very like. Like, it's still I like, it's, a it's, thing. Because, I mean, like, like I said, I think really when you look at... You compare eras, it really is the only metric you have. Yeah. Because the league is always evolving and changing, you know, and guys do what they do in the era they do it. Yeah. You know, like... Like, you know, okay, you look at a guy like... um, You know, like I said, you look at a guy like Unitas, they didn't even throw that much Yeah, then. The dudes had a record that Breeze himself broke yeah. a few years back of consecutive games with a touchdown throw. Yeah. And, again, Unitas did this in an era when they didn't even throw so, the ball. And like, so, you know, I think that the only metric you have across eras is wins. And the thing is, like, you know,
1: Fran Tarkenton is another one. So, I like, you got to, you mm. know, saying, like, because Fran Tarkenton had all the QB records, records until, until Dan, Marino. You know.
2: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, you have to, like, that, like, winning, I think, is the only metric you have. But yeah. I also,
1: I also think, too, like you know, anybody can win, like you know, with stacked teams. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I like, cause my like,
2: damn, Reno never had a fucking running game nor a fucking defense, right? I mean, wins aren't always going to be a quarterback stat. Yeah, but I think it's one of the only ways you can compare errors. Mm-hmm. Is all I'm saying so you know that's kind of that's kind of a thing
1: yeah that's kind of a thing i like but you know it's I like but i'm i like i'm in a prisoner of the moment like you know right now but i'm just talking about like as an impact like you know you can't hey is breeze, breeze yeah, yeah Breeze is good. get you can't very good you can't deny the impact I, you know so if somebody if i had to say just off the rip i might say yeah i might retract that a little bit later because i haven't had a chance to sit down or like and figure out who the bottom five is but my top five is staunch i like and i'm not moving off of that so like for me, of the bottom five would be like you know revolving, moving chairs. And the thing is like you know if I sit down, and, like I can actually think about it. He probably might not be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I because I- Ben Roethlisberger isn't in my top five, and a lot of people killed me for that. I don't for that I really don't like he's solid but he, he's great but you know I like I told him I told this one dude I like, do Steve Young is better than like you know than Ben Roethlisberger they were like hell no I, I like, don't I don't mind that I was like bro Steve Young is the only person that can make Joe Montana look behind his shoulder yeah I like Joe Montana knew yep he's very good yeah like he knew you know what I'm saying so like there's a lot of uh, great quarterbacks and like me being the age that I am I've got to see a lot a lot of a lot of them you know, so especially like by the time we were coming out, that was like the age of the quarterbacks just like throwing the ball and all this other shit. So like, you know, and who knows, Patrick Mahomes might be like, you know, a top top ten quarterback yeah like there's there's other guys that are gonna be coming so you know
2: yeah again you just don't know man yeah, russell, like russell just, wilson like russell you just, wilson
1: you know what i'm saying like you know who knows i like deshaun watson if he can get out of this situation like that's another one that could that could do some shit so you don't know yeah like you just don't know man i like but it's a good question though and it's always good for debate
2: mm-hmm.
1: so last question comes from paul another new york guy So, yo, guys, he said, I saw reports that Manny Pacquiao and Terrence Crawford are working on a potential deal to fight. What are your thoughts on that?
2: I think Manny Pacquiao don't want any
1: of that. He uh, at at first, I like I thought like the the Ryan Garcia deal was like going to happen. But apparently, like something with that fell through.
2: Yep. I think that. Yeah. And I think that, uh, you know, I like I said, I think uh, Manny Pacquiao didn't want any of that either. I'm gonna tell you, like I think that, you know,
1: like I said, I, I think Terence
2: Crawford would be a more bigger money fight for Manny Pacquiao than Ryan Garcia. Oh, absolutely. But I also think that, uh, I also think that it's a big L for Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao's forty-two years old. Yeah, he's about to get he about to get tore up if he tries to fight Terence Crawford. That's gonna be bad, bro. bro
1: I like he should be doing what Mike Tyson and them are doing.
2: Yeah, yeah, he should be on that senior circuit of boxing. Yeah, he should be like on Triller. Yep. Exactly, I'm not. I'm not trying this, to.
1: This is gonna be bad.
2: Yeah, if he fights Terence Crawford, he's about to get beat the fuck down. This
1: is gonna be bad. all like, right there's a reason why. Oh, there's a reason why. Whenever, because Terence Crawford called him out like maybe three years ago, mm-hmm. when Manny Pacquiao was still kind of very active, and Bob Arum didn't want no didn't want no parts of that because they were under the same thing. Yeah, they were under top rank. Yep. I like you know, and that's why Manny Pacquiao had to leave top rank. I like Bob Arum knew. Yeah. Bob yep. Arum knows.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Egg fucking exactly. And uh, now Bob Arum's just like, yeah, man, uh, Terrence Crawford fight anybody? He'd beat the shit out anybody. I think you know, blah blah blah. It's like, well, you know, Manny Pacquiao was your guy, Bob. You think he'd still? You think he'd beat him now? I'm sure you do because he's your guy, and uh, Pacquiao isn't. You knew then. You just yeah, and that's why you blocked that fight. Yeah, you blocked that fight from happening. Fucking jackass. Bob Arum's trash.
1: Yep. of which is crazy. I find it hilarious. Like Floyd Mayweather called that shit out years ago, and people are just now starting to. He's like Floyd Mayweather was. I like, do. Bob Arum sucks. I don't want to do business with him. Yeah. He's trash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He big sucks. You know. So I was just like one of those type of things. I like. I. I, I Cause I thing is whenever you sent me this question like I seen the I seen the reports too I most definitely seen the reports I like but I but I just saw a report I didn't see nothing else like you know after they released the initial report so I don't know if they're like in negotiation with the deals I don't know what's going on but if I'm Terrence Crawford I like bro I don't I don't He's doing it for a money grab, and I get it, but, bro, you're you're the number one pound-for-pound pound fighter. I do not want it. If I'm Terrence Crawford, I'm not trying to bust up Manny Pacquiao. I'm trying to get at Errol Spence and Sean Porter and all these other guys, which is, which is why Bob Arum is trash, too, because Sean Porter called his ass out. Because, like, you know, because Barrel uh, like, because there was a potential fight for that shit happening, too, and Sean Porter talked about it. On the port on this PortAway podcast, he was like, "Dude, they, tr- Bob, Bob Aram tried to lowball me for like four million dollars." No man, I like a, a Sean Porter and, and Terence Crawford fight. I should get more than that because they because people are like, and he was sitting there telling me like you know Kell Brook came out uh and fought Terence Crawford for two minutes. He was like, dude, that's Kell Brook. That's to get Kell Brook to fight uh, Terence Crawford. It's gonna take more than four million dollars to get Sean Porter to fight. Yeah, like to fight Terence Crawford, and it's not that he's done the, and then Sean Porter's not scared of anybody. The business and the money's not right because Bob Arum is trash.
2: Yep, I agree. And, you know, I mean, that's the thing, man. Like, like I understand Terrence Crawford's that this is the phase of his career he's in, though. He's trying to get paid. He's trying to get paid. I so, like, I don't blame him for taking the fight. I really don't. But. but but
1: he also needs to know, like, you know, you're in a division where a lot of other, you're in the best division in boxing. And all those motherfuckers trying to get paid, too. So, the thing is, them jokers not scared of you. It's a mere fact, like, you know, if it doesn't make sense for me monetarily-wise, there's no reason for me to do it. Yep. I like and Sean Porter was absolutely right in his stance. He was like, bro, I like you're not going to get me to fight Terrence Crawford for $4 million. You got Kell Brook to come out, like, you know, and do too. But that's what you negotiate. Like, it's going to take more than $4 million for me to fight Terrence Crawford. You crazy as fuck.
2: Yep. I agree.
1: Because, like, you know, to be honest with y'all, Sean Porter is a bigger name than Kell Brook. Mm-hmm. Sean Porter is better than Kell Brook, so like, you know what I'm saying like Sean Porter has bigger wins on his resume than Kell Brook, so like you gonna have to give up, you got to come up off that cash, you know what I'm saying it's not like you know I don't think Sean Porter on this doesn't care about being on the B side because the B side always gets less than the A side, but you know you got to make it worth his while to want to do that. That's Terence Crawford, The number. One. If I'm fighting the number one pound for pound fighter. I agree. I like. I need to be getting paid. That's why everybody wanted Floyd Mayweather because they knew even on the B side they were getting the biggest payday of their career. Yeah, the biggest. Yep. I like point blank period. You wasn't getting much as Floyd, but you know like, but you were getting double digits. You were getting about dude like with the two fights, Marcos Maidana with the two after uh, he uh, fought Floyd like you know twice. That's why he just kind of quit. Because between the two, between the two uh, Floyd fights and the Adrian Broner fights, Marcos Maidana, where everything was all said and done, Marcos Maidana made about eighty-five million. Exactly, and, and he stays in Argentina, which the American money is worth a lot more there. So really, he has about maybe a hundred so million. So, Alex so of course he was gonna do that, and he was the B side.
2: Yep, yep, that's it, and that's your whole point. So you know. Again, getting back to it, Manny Pacquiao get killed. He don't. He don't. Need, he don't need to fight no Terrence Crawford. He's
1: forty-two. Bro.
2: Yeah, that shit is not it, Chief.
1: I like. I forgot the, the last fight he had was Keith Thurman, and that was two years ago. Yeah. I like. That, that was two. That was two years ago when he was still somewhat active. Mm-hmm. Manny Pacquiao hadn't fought in two years. Mm-hmm. He too busy being a congressman. I like. And this is the best in the game. I like, if anybody can surprise us, it's Manny Pacquiao, but this is a different breed, I like, and I don't want to see Manny getting hurt, that's my thing, I don't want to see Manny get hurt, yep, you know what I'm saying, like, this dude is, this dude is ridiculous. I like, you know what I'm saying? But people don't know enough about Terrence Crawford and they should. And like my thing is like, you know, if like if it takes Manny Pacquiao being a martyr for people to understand how legit this man is, then so fucking be it. Because I'm still mad that you guys have missed out on Andre Ward and then give him his flowers while he was boxing because you guys are trash. Yep. And I like and that's all I have to say about that. You got anything? Nah, that's, nope, that's it. That's it. So that's the end of our show. Uh, AEW is going to be this uh, this week. Uh, Baseball is going on. Basketball going on.
2: Hockey. The trade deadline
1: for hockey just hit. Yeah, so. trade. Yeah, there's a lot of shit going on in hockey. Uh, WrestleMania just passed. Like congratulations to Bianca Belair for for winning the women's championship. Like all the other superstars.
2: Uh, rest in peace, DMX, my yeah. boy. I love uh, the big dog. In- Big impact uh, on my childhood. Dark Man X, my Man. guy. Um, flesh of
1: flesh in my flesh, blood of my blood.
2: Yeah, that dude. My sister and I used to bump that album so much going to the school. I was cra- I was cracking jokes with her this weekend. I was like, bro. I was like, when, I was too young to understand when you were playing that. I was like, but you were a little too crunk in the mornings. Yeah, taking my ass to school for for, for I, whatever I was, reason. I was, like, I was like, you be you be listening to Flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood. it's... 7 o'clock in the damn morning. Mm-hmm. That's too much energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so we were, we, were cra- we were cracking the fuck up about that.
1: You know, so I like... Congratulations to Trevor Lawrence, the future number one pick. He got married this weekend, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, good con- for him. I like congratulations to him. You know yeah, what man. I'm saying? Marriage life, so yep uh is there anything else going on i think that about covers it man that about covers it like i said like you can follow us on my uh, on twitter i'm at dx uh, not, not dx. i'm at hbk uh ilmatic all caps he's at the arcade r underscore kyde said if you well actually i'm not streaming at the moment so i uh, like yeah that's that's about it i like you guys be good you guys be safe it will be back better than ever next week peace out later guys